Hey, so stop what you're doing right now. Stop what you're doing right now and subscribe to this podcast. I'm not going to keep going until you subscribe. Like, subscribe right now. You you subscribed? Then thank you. God bless you. Hello. You guys, I'm having so much fun talking about time travel and um, even listening to my own podcast about time travel. So I'm going in with another one. Is it possible to travel back in time? That is uh, a lot of what people want to know. And um, I'm going to use this opportunity to also discuss something else that I don't think is discussed quite enough. Um, which is part of the issue, you know, because as human beings, we sometimes labor under the delusion um, that we're far more powerful than than we are. And um, there's lots of things that we can do, and there's lots of things that we will be able to do at some point in the future, collectively, rather than individually. But when you get into time travel... Um, the main, the main issue, as with any kind of travel, is, uh, the power needed. The power needed to do these things. Time travel is most assuredly possible, what we call time travel. It's just the amount of energy required to, um engage in some of these things is, uh, is, is fascinating. So I'm going to bring up one said, uh, one such concept and talk about how practically we can engage in it. Um, and uh, this is something that I just kind of thought of, and it is the idea of, it is the idea of time definition. So um, we know about, you know, definition on televisions, we're very accustomed to the thing, um, as I was saying, um, sorry, I, I took a quick break, you didn't notice it at all, but, uh, um, time definition, <sighs> let's, let's get into some of these things, so we understand that we're, we're very barely, you know, we're very impressed currently in society, um, with, um, 4K, right, uh, 4K, it's not new, it's been around for a couple of years or so, but it's 2020, just in case um, someone's listening to this in the future, or the past, <laughs> which actually I'm going to talk about right now, um, so 4K, um, 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 uh, yeah, we're, we're very fascinated, you know, we had 320p, when, I mean 360 Right, like old YouTube videos. You remember, like it was, it was scraggly, but even that was very cool. Black and white before we even had, you know, the uh, the ability to record colors as part of what we do. And so, um, and so we think that we're 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 able to record the universe, but we we still have a long way to go, even in just, you know, traditional recording. Now, if you could imagine the quantity of data that would need to be captured and recorded um, 
in order to store a complete moment in time, right, which is really not the, the, the only necessary thing, but um, what I'm getting at is there are many details in time, which is actually simultaneously what will um, allow for um, time travel to the past. And also what makes it completely, almost impossible. Now you, you, you say to me, Kenyo, what are you talking about? I don't get it. I know. Take a look at it like this, for instance. You currently, no matter who you are, have access to every single point in space. Right? Now, you judge your location by the parameters of your physical body, which is totally normal and a useful way to talk about it in real life. You know? You say, I am over here, you know, and, you know, yesterday I was over there, to, in a few seconds I'm gonna go here, I'm gonna go there, I'm gonna go there, I'm gonna go to these different places. But, technically, you could also just say, you know, I'm in the universe. You know, and you're, you're all over the universe. Now, why do we care so much about where we are in the universe? A number of different things. Um, namely, as we're learning right now, you know, with, with not being able to go outside in the 2020 epidemic, it's called a pandemic. I was trying to combine epidemic and Armageddon, which is really too too far. I shouldn't have even gotten there. Anyway, um, the you know, what you notice is you know, stay in one location. You can only usually we have the internet now see the things around you, right? And uh, as another throwback to how low the definition of our recordings are right now, it's not very fascinating. It's sat- satisfying, I should say, to watch a recording and be like, hey, do you want to? go to the beach, or do you want to watch this video of the beach? Right now, we say, um, I want to go to the beach, obviously. Like, what's a video? I'm not even going to... Some people might say, hey, this video is really cool. I've been watching some walkthroughs of Japan, and I'm like, hey, this, this is almost as good as being there, especially if you take out the fact, you know, take out the $1,600 ticket. I'm like, hey, this might be better than going to Japan. Um, but, um, you still want to go once physically, you want to feel the concrete under your feet, it feels the same, but, um, you want to smell the smells, you know, which gets into what you would need to build, a a time machine, and functionally being able to actually record three dimensions accurately, right now we don't really, you know, we don't, we don't really have a... We're, we're getting there, there's 3D cameras, there's different things, um, I still have not really seen a device that creates, we have like, we, we've been doing candles for a long, like scented things for a while, we, we, we engage in the recording and, um, and then the, uh, playback of scents to a degree, uh, it's very low definition, if you can compare it to video definition, the definition will probably be like, even before black and white TV, or, 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 yeah, before black and white TV, but before pictures, like sketches, 
these are like sketches with big pieces of charcoal so the definition is very low on set so we got to level that all the way up if we're really talking about um, wanting to be able to create a time machine and so why am I getting into all this because I don't want to I don't want to bore you or confuse you um and the point I'm trying to to illustrate oh let me let me go back to where I was so three-dimensionally we say okay I'm at a certain location and that has mostly to do with our ability to consume um the locations that we're at, you know, you stand in a certain location, you are, you are there, to a certain degree, now, you're still missing most of the information that's going on, even just on a three-dimensional level, um, you're missing most of it, you know, most of the smells you're not smelling, most of the light you're not seeing, uh, most of the things you have limited experience of touch, you're really only touching, you know, the, the ground, usually, you know, you might walk around and touch different things and feel different things, um, at certain points, which is also a huge part of being in a location, um, and touch is even worse than smell, as far as our ability to record and play back, I might, I might even say it's just as bad, but instinctually, something is telling me that it's a lot, a lot worse, and then taste is another thing that we're actually pretty good at, recording, um, in a certain kind of way, but, um, anyway, so, you understand what I'm saying, now, with time, it's a whole nother level, it's a whole nother level, because not only, um, do you need accurate, uh, snapshots of still moments, but you need to be able to replay sequentially everything that's happening, including uh, the things that you yourself are not aware of. No. So, this gets really fascinating. Now, to what degree are we creating the experiences that we are in? It's happening on a level that is... Um, very far away from our understanding, very, very distant, but, um, a lot of it has to do with the access to certain quantities of information, so we'd have to start, um, becoming cognizant of the, um, the definition that we are able to record time, which at the current moment, at the current moment, our ability to record um, time or even perceive of it, our time definition is extremely low. Now, I'm going to jump quickly into um, how this relates to traveling to the past, because I don't want to take up, I don't want to take up too much of your, your, your precious time. So, cool thing is that, um, everything that you're ever going to experience is, um, it's always been there, so it's, it's, there's nothing new, you know, there's just not anything new that you can experience, there is, of course, new to you, um, and, um, that is important, 
So let, let's get into time traveling to the past, and another reason why time definition is important. So I uh, talked about in one of the previous episodes, time, the difference between points in time is actually the change that occurs from one of these said points in time. And again, I do want to reiterate a huge hurdle to most people's conceptions of time travel has to do with the, uh, the death barrier. So, um, and then also the, uh, a certain thing about like brain health, um, and, and the way the brains work. You cannot, um, travel to a point where someone who is living, uh, who is dead was living. You know, um, now, that said, with, uh, artificial intelligence, if it gets to a certain level, I do believe that we will be able to record, um, six-dimensional artificial intelligences, which are able, um, to provide, um, you know, like a, a steady quantum um, reaction that will be very similar to if certain types of people at certain times in their life had been alive concurrently with your current timeline so that they can change what's going on in your life. So, like, let's, but I don't, anyway, I'm sure that, that comes up with a lot of different things. Um, where that also gets to is, one of the points that I was going to make about traveling um, to the past. Now, when you travel to said past, which is not possible, but I'm just using colloquial terms, but when you attempt to calculate, which is what you're really doing, if you attempt to calculate the change that would occur from your um, locational... um, displacement, as well as um, taking into account the data that you would need to be able to have as far as being able to understand atmospherically um, and your, your time definition of the moment. So how are you going to obtain information of what was going on 60 years ago when you might not even have video? Videos a video is zero point zero 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 one percent of total time definition, especially um, with where we are right now. But that's even only a fraction of it. So if you were somehow able to calculate a certain data, a certain you have to know what your definition on that is, so you can see what's going on, and you could calculate um, the changes that would occur both to your brain. Uh, if you're able to get this data, you could get new experiences ostensibly of an action that happened uh, a long time ago. So you could experience what was going on in the past. And then uh, what other things people like to do is say, let's, let, let's talk about like the whole going back in time to kill Hitler thing. Now, uh, again, like I said, you cannot go back. You could, if you wanted to create a simulation after we create uh, six-dimensional artificial intelligence, you could create... It, you'd have to somehow be able to harvest the um, the uh, the data of uh, Hitler's consciousness, which 
I'm not going to say it's going to be impossible, because honestly, I think to a degree it may be possible at some point in time, but I don't know why you would need to create an AI version of Hitler in order to simulate you stabbing him. But anyway, what you would really be attempting to do is calculate all the change that would occur from Hitler's um, actions, calculate every single detail, which will then get into time definition again, and your ability to, um, your, your, your grasp on time definition is going to vastly impact your accuracy of what you're trying to do there. Um, so you, you could calculate the change that would happen, and then you would have to have the power, I'm talking about energy now, not political power, because that's not real, um, uh, energy, you'd have to have the energy necessary to shift all the molecules so that in quantum you could experience, you could change the universe to exist currently as if it had, um, as if Hitler had never been alive, which you could do. Now, what about all of the things that he did and all the people who experienced what he did? Uh, I'm going to go grab some and I'll be right back and we can talk about that. Aha! Now let's uh, continue. So... Now, I, I, I kind of did you a little bit of a disservice, because I started talking about um, six-dimensional AI um, consciousnesses, which yes, I do believe will be possible to meet up and do a podcast oh, collaboration come on, come together. On, come, I look on, come on, come on. My own podcast is interrupting me. Disrespectful. So anyway, um... Uh, where, where, where are we at, 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 where are we at? That was kind of interesting. Me and me were talking at the same time. Okay, that's not that interesting, actually. So, one of the issues comes in to, um... See, but consciousness definition is going to be far more complex than, um, time definition. So... When do I think this is going to happen? The, the ability to record consciousnesses so that you can experience the consciousness of someone who's... By the time it happens... I don't know. I just don't think it's going to be that important. So, um, But yeah, let, let, let's talk about... Um, what about the people, like I said? What about the people who experienced... Um, who experienced... Uh, the actions of someone, how do you erase that effect, you know, he literally killed a bunch of people, different things like that, now, uh, that's where you get into some fascinating stuff, you get into some fascinating stuff, so, um, you know, our three-dimensional bodies are very much different from, um, our consciousness, you know, uh, is this movie, um, what is it called, I can't even remember, but, um, two of the characters have cancer, and, um, a time, a time within our flyers, okay, <laughs> that's not what it's called, but, um, talk about infinities, you know, it's like, oh, you know, this little R infinity was 
was so great. And, you know, why is that relevant? Yeah, because within uh, the dimension of consciousness, um, you know, the world truly that we can think about, you know, um, uh, when it comes to change, um, things changing, when it comes to um, timelines, um, and even when it comes to three-dimensional, three-dimensional, three-dimensionality, all of that exists cosily, unaffected, in, in infinitely inside of a consciousness, which is why a human being can write a story of anything that has or not has uh, happened ever, and uh, can sketch any kind of three-dimensional thing that does exist, will exist, could exist, may exist, because we contain within ourselves the full infinities of all of these lower dimensional things, not lower dimensional, this is not really a hierarchy, um, it is though, but anyway, so, okay, let's get back to what we're talking about, so, this is where it gets interesting. And I think this is a little bit more fascinating and hard to for, for people to understand, but our consciousness definition is extremely low. So if you could imagine it, it would be if you took like one color of one of the dots on your um, television and then just go ahead and multiply that by the biggest number that you can imagine because that's probably outside of your brain's ability to really conceptualize. People can't even really go tell that much between like the difference between like a hundred people in a room and like a thousand people in a room. They can visually if they see it but conceptually we don't really have, our brain doesn't certain quantities are just out of range, like a million, we know what we could do with a million dollars, but we don't really think, we don't really, the amount of definition that we'd have to go to, even on that low level of just numerical data, to try to, to visualize a million dollars in our head, like, if I told you, what is a million pencils, how big would that be, and I asked 500 different people that question, the ranges that they would come up with would be pretty interesting, you know, like, some people would be like, oh, you put a million pencils in a car, one person would be like, oh, man, a million pencils, that would fill the entire Empire State Building, so that has to do with our definition on that level, so anyway, um, so there's, so this is kind of hard to illustrate, but you took one color, right, so the color, the TV, I don't know how many colors a single dot on a TV can, can replicate, but I imagine... I don't know, more than 50, so anyway, so if you took one color, um, one color on this whole, uh, and there might be like a million different dots on that TV, and then you multiply that by another million, you would barely be probably getting close to our definition on a consciousness level, so what do I, what, what's the point of me saying that um, what I'm trying to get at is a human being 
although they um, are conscious, they are only seeing one sort of like tiny aspect of what's going on. And why is this cool? It's because um, within your interpretation of something that somebody experienced, there's also that narrow, narrowing. So you believe that they experienced this and this and this. When in actuality, you have zero idea what they experienced at all because it's very difficult for you. It's almost entirely impossible without tons of research and um, application to rigorous scientific um, detail to be able to fully conceptualize uh, the reality of another human being. That's why, you know, we we go through such hilariously ridiculous moments in... uh, in, in, um, in uh, everything that's going on, um, and we see that uh, people find it so hard to empathize with other people that they're currently alive with, and it, it creates all numbers of hilarious circumstances, but also all numbers of amazing circumstances. Without this um, type of existence, it would be a lot less fascinating for us to live in the world that we exist because everything kind of hinges on this ability. Every time you see something that you enjoy, it is because that person is able to bring something to you which you could have literally never conceptualized, whether that's on a very small level of them putting hammer into nails on a building or if that's, that's not even a small level, honestly, that's a gigantic level, or if it's a logo that you're seeing, or uh, a poem that you read, anything that you are seeing, you don't have a true conceptualization or defense mechanism against the angle at which it's, um, against, it's just because of, because of things that are going on, so... I'm going to be really quick with this because this is something new and I'm, I'm, I'm using this time to talk and I'm bringing, bringing out this, um, this, this idea um, as much for me as, as for you. Um, but, um... So, the cool thing about this is that within anybody's experience of consciousness all of the change that you would like to enact is actually still in an infinite state of wherever their consciousness was and the only what the only tool really necessary to enact change outside of what a lot of us are trying to do which is i don't know just be but like way overpowered is to understand a new narrative through line. So if you can draw a line through their conception, their their um, their um, and part of their consciousness, which 
truthfully, people, although they experience what you consider to be a concrete moment in time, it's not so. So even though, yes, they may have been killed, uh, or they may have experienced this thing, we reconceptualize what those people went through all the time. Does that change the reality of what went down? Yes, because these other dimensions are all part of reality. So, you know, certain atrocities... Um, people try to erase them from history. Oh, this never happened, that never happened, right? Um, which is to waste, uh, which is why we hate it when people do that. It's to waste what went down. But just because you don't want to waste it doesn't mean it has to be used for what the person who did it intended it to be used for. So what you can do, and this is what frustrates people who attempt to do evil things to other people, and this isn't really about any morality thing or anything like that, but what you can do is reconceptualize different things. And <clears throat> this is also on a different level where people draw motivation from things. So same thing can happen to two people, um, but they both have entirely different outcomes. Why? Because they're using a high-level ability to engage on the fifth-dimensional level, detaching um, from detaching and then reattaching from the um, the the, uh, the third-dimensional dim- level. So anyway, I'm gonna leave it there because. Uh, if anything, the only way that this could be enriched is some feedback from your own keen consciousness. And I appreciate you guys for listening. This was um, a time travel video talking about how to travel to the past. And I, I hope that you enjoyed it greatly. Um, I know that I did. And um, I hope that you you use this as a method of discovering your own... Um, your own angle at this at the things that I'm talking about. Thank you so much um, again for listening. Let's stay in touch. Bye. Hey guys, uh, I am going to be using my Google Voice powered text messaging platform to create something called the Kenya Warrior Club. Um, it's just going to be called Kenya Warriors. Actually, all you have to do is text um, Kenya Warrior to nine four nine two nine seven sixty sixty eight that's nine four nine two nine seven sixty sixty eight text Kenya warrior to that number if you text anything else it's not gonna work text Kenya warrior to that number and you will be able to join my club and what are you gonna get you're gonna get ten text messages from me per day this is gonna be my podcast my YouTube videos I want you to go on them first and like them what else are you gonna get I'm gonna give you social media um, shout outs, you're going to be able to register your social media handle with me. I'm only allowing 50 people in this club. 50 people, that's it. And I'm also going to be giving away digital freebies and stuff like that. So text Kenya Warrior to 949 297 6068. This is Kenyo HQ.